The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Three, two, one, and we are live. Welcome to the Self-Belief Chief Podcast, you wonderful people. You're here with David Holman. And if you've ever asked the question, am I good enough? Whether it's in your relationships or your performance or your career or in terms of your health, whatever it might be, then you're in the right place. We're not here to hype you up. We're here to give you strategies and techniques to help you transform your life in those areas. Ones that I've shared with the highest performers from Olympic athletes to business owners. So make sure to hit that subscribe button, share your favorite episodes, and remember, if you change today, today will change your life. Today's quote is, good stories are driven by conflict, tension, and high stakes. And that is a quote by William Landay. And that brings us on to the conversation we're going to have today. So let's go into the usual summary, shall we? So in this episode, you're going to listen to a conversation between a client and I, who in situations when they feel ignored or rejected or avoided, that they're feeling this extreme tension and wanting to know how can they alleviate that tension so that actually they can have better communication, better conversation maybe not take it so personally but just feel that actually they can handle these types of situations but then follow it up with productive conversations whether it's in relationships or in business and I think many of you listening this will be something that you will experience because no one likes feeling ignored or rejected no one likes that feeling but it's the meaning that we give these things that determine how we react to it and so we're going to go through a few different um, exercise and explore a few different concepts in this conversation that talk about how actually this particular individual could be handling these situations better so that he's not feeling such intense pain and such intense tension. Let's get into it. What would make this an extraordinary conversation for you today? You know, not feeling, not feeling I've got to reply, but having a reply that I can think, well, I've got three replies here. Which one was the best reply? You know, like you say, with work, a woman gave me a lot of grief yesterday and I felt like saying, you know, are you the tenant? Are you the person I should be talking to? And then I just thought, no, let her, let her rant and rave. You know I mean? She's not doing, she's not affecting me. She's just, she wants to have her say. So in her world, let her, 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 her talk to me, you know? So that's where I, that's where I was, you know, Dave, yesterday, you know? So I think I, I the, the, the feeling I get, I start getting very tense. Does that make sense? I start okay. to physical. We've talked about this before. Again, yes. yeah. I get tense. Yeah. So if I get tense, then I start thinking about things negatively. And then it, that makes the tension worse. And then the next thing I like, I get myself in a rail, I was rail state last week about it, you know, but then I sat down, just took it easy, sat down, read, the, read my rules again and thinking, stop thinking that way. Just don't get frustrated by, you know, you know, I think continuously could be the word because, you know, continuously getting, so we've got that lot of yes, yeah. continuously expecting, you know, continuously be, would be a, a good word, like you know. So good. And so if, if as you described, if tension is physical, yeah, 
that tells us a good answer that gives us a, a good indicator of how what we need to do to resolve it if the tension's physical then it's probably yeah. our physiology that also gets us out of it <laughs> because on the as we as we've spoken about before that in terms of that negative emotion we have a very intense physical reaction so things like positive thinking don't really work because it's a very casual low level feeling so we want to create an intense emotional reaction on the other side that snaps us out of it um, and that's you know in terms of some of the reading you've been doing that's sort of what that principle is is how do we create an intense emotional reaction the other way that completely gets us out of our headspace so if the word is tension what do you think your rule has been what do you think your rule has been for tension because it sounds like maybe something at least fairly recently it's not been too difficult for you to feel tense you're sort of it's almost like if this happens i will feel tense or if this happens i will feel tense so you probably got a very simple rule as was, you know as i said once upon a time my rule for frustration was um when someone didn't do something the way I would have done it. Well, that's going to happen all of the time. So I'd feel frustrated all the time. And so you might have a rule for tension for feeling tense at the moment that's allowing you to get to feeling tense a bit too often, a bit too quickly. And let, then we can talk about a new rule for actually, I only get tense if this happens. So what do you think your rule for feeling tense as being so i'm going to get i'm going to gather it's going to be something very simple very short and it would be like if someone does this or someone does that and that's allowing yeah, i think it's, i think it's what we, we discussed earlier it's probably <clears throat> when i start feeling excluded from things yeah. okay. i feel excluded from anything you know like even if it's something to do with work or i can't explain it parties or you know just exclusions or yeah but Good. So yeah. in terms of anytime we feel excluded, now again, I get excluded. excluded. I said you earlier about exclude out somebody's life, that wouldn't be in their life. You know, that, that makes me tense. Yeah. Now that's that's what I want, but I've been excluded in that in that in that level of relationship, being put down to another level, which I don't want to be in that level, in, in included in the in that level. And that's perfectly normal and it's totally understandable. And it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's how humans are, are because at the beginning of time you needed a community or tribe of people to survive. So in some ways we're battling kind of survival instincts. So it's, it's not surprising that we feel tense or feel uncomfortable. And therefore part of it is actually, that's normal. It's perfectly fine. And actually having our own sense of understanding that it's okay that that can happen because it is uncomfortable. We don't like it. A lot of people will feel that tension or whatever, and they'll beat themselves up for feeling that uncomfortability or that tension or whatever it might be. It just stacks on extra things we've got to then unravel or unpick. So first thing is, it's okay to feel that way. But then to go back into, okay, well, so if our rule is feeling excluded, well, I, I feel excluded 10 times a day. Um, I think, you know, for a lot of people, they regularly feel excluded in one way or another. Sometimes it's genuinely being excluded from something. And if we've been excluded from one or two things, we start to look for it more as well. And even times when we're not really being excluded, 
we decide that's what, oh, that we, did, we call that exclusion as well. So if I got you to close your eyes and, and just picture the room and then ask you, you know, how many red things are in the room? If then I said, okay, instead of red, how about if you look around the room and you look for everything that's brown, look for brown, look for brown, close your eyes and say, how many things in the room are blue? Well, what you've been trained to look for is everything that's brown. And so you find all these things that are brown, you weren't trained to look for blue. And so back to that exclusion thing is, when we feel it a few times, when we go through pain, we'll always do more to avoid pain. So we start looking for it more and more and more. And we start calling things brown, even when they're not brown. We start going, oh, that's brown as well. And that's brown as well. And actually it's, it's beige or it's red or it's something else, but we call it brown. So part of it will be creating a rule. Um, but especially around things like exclusion and the idea of rejection, is actually having a meaning of what those things are. So you'll learn this, we'll do this later in the program, is actually having a meaning of what these things are. Is rejection exclusion, I'm useless, I'm not good enough, I won't get what I want, there are people better than me, which will cause intense pain if that's what we think it means. Or do those things mean, you know what? Rejection is redirection actually I'm moving towards something life is pushing me towards something that'll be better for me. Actually, it's going to stop me making a mistake here. Actually, it's great that there's a force or an indicator that steers me to avoid pain. You can choose what that meaning is, but you can tell between those two meanings, if you experience exclusion and rejection, which one of those is going to empower you and which one of those is going to disempower you. So we now go back to that feeling of tension what might be a rule, and you, you, you correctly mentioned that bit, bit that bit about continuously as well, which is great. So we now go back to tension and we create a rule around tension and even create a rule that might empower us. That actually, if I feel that tension from being excluded, that's a good thing because it's going, this is not for you. Let's go over here. Let's make sure life is actually doing me a favor here. And over time, that being reinforced as a message, we start to identify as that. So what do you think a rule for tension could be, Tony, that would stop you feeling tense as often or as frequently as you're doing at the moment? Well, you no, use that as about, examples. Think about the benefits of, of what's, I feel tense. is making me wake up to, is this right for me? There's a lot of work I've said to you this week, you know, is, is this right? Is you know, so it's the way I've looked at this week, you know, do I do I want this and is it right? I don't want to be intense. I don't want to feel this way. Perhaps I'm I might be overthinking it, but am I right to overthink it? You know, mm. if, say the conversation about <laughs> just add like you know, my right to think I've been excluded on purpose, and if I have been excluded on purpose, do I want to be with that person? Yeah, absolutely. You know? And yeah. so, and, and all of those things are absolutely true. And so it's now creating something that feels concise and something that actually you, you can start to believe in. You know, there's no point in us creating something that we kind of go, oh, it looks like some nice words and paper that you can actually look at it and go, actually, yeah, that, that's probably true. That is probably true. And 
to go back to the stuff you've been reading, you know, our brain is designed to find pain in those in those types of situations in those settings. It's it's designed to do that. So we're so it's not us. It's it's a piece of our brain <coughs> called the limbic. Yeah. So actually training it, we have to consciously train it, and that's it's it's annoying we have to do that, but that's okay. That's fine. We can do that because all that's happening at the moment is it's just which message or which rule is being reinforced more often. What's being reinforced more often, as with most people, is rejection or exclusion, is pain. It's uncomfortable. What we want. It means we're not good enough. Actually, well, if we have this other thing, which is just being reinforced continuously, actually, we might start to believe one is better than the other and one's more empowering. So... If you were to sort of uh, create concise rule, but feel free to use the other rules that you've written down as sort of guides of how to write a good rule. Um, start to try and think of what a good rule would be for tension. So you could start it like with the other one. Well, I, well, I avoid. Well, I should do uh, martial arts. You know, if she was too tense, you couldn't. You couldn't do it properly. Yeah, so it's a learn to relax. So lots of times you just breathe or slow my breathing down, you know, just take a deep breath and relax myself because tense muscles can't work as quick as relaxed muscles, you know. So if you're too tense, you're worried. So I just try and relax my, you know, relax my, my mind. Yeah. And so relax, you know, it's just not, you know, you can feel yourself getting tense. So you just try to, try, try to relax with it, you know. If you, if you, you know, it's like I said, you ride a motorbike, your arms are tense. You're not going to ride properly because your arms are like, like lumps of wood. But if you relax and think I can do this, you can ride quite quickly because you, you can, you, you can your muscles relax, move quicker because they're relaxed, aren't they? If they're stiff and feel like that, you can't. Yeah. So I always, if I feel tense about something, even if I'm riding in the rain or something, I think relax, just relax and be aware of what's happening. Don't tense up because tensing up in the rain on a motorbike is probably the worst. The worst thing you can do is you want to be when you're riding. So my my go-to wording with martial arts was just relax and calm down and think think about chi, you know, like you know, tai chi. Just think about meditation. Get the, the the zone I'm in when I meditate is the zone I try to get back in when I'm starting to feel tense to go back into that zone of yeah calmness and down and down. You know, not not, not tense. I want the opposite. Don't I want to be calm and uh, even even. You know, even when I've been on holiday, to think of um, a nice place where, you know, where there's a turquoise sea and blue skies and holiday I was on. I thought, just take yourself back there when you was on that sunbed and think about that, how, how relaxed and how lovely and beautiful place was and calm yourself down. Don't think about it. Don't think about being tense. Don't go up the, 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 the scale, start getting more and more tense. Try to go the, the other way, go down it, down the scale to be... Yeah. Yeah, relaxed and not not tense. That you know, and the reason why all of that's really good is going back to that sort of you know tension is a physical thing, so we got to use our physiology. The reason why it's good to get to those places is because when we are tense, our cortisol level, our stress hormone, is through the roof, and that's part yeah. of what's causing the tension. And so, as we've spoken about previously with that model, is the first one of the first steps is getting the energy right. Absolutely. Because if we can get that cortisol down 
and increase that testosterone and oxytocin, your body will do most of the work for you. It will be easier then to take the right action. If your cortisol levels through the roof, for anyone, they will respond in the wrong way. So you're absolutely right. It's, it's getting our physiology right. It's getting our body right that we can slow things down because what we're doing is the cortisol level is going down. And you know what? It might take us a couple of minutes. It, it might not be 10 seconds. It takes a couple of minutes where you just start to notice it and the cortisol level keeps dropping, keeps dropping, keeps dropping, keeps dropping, keeps dropping. And then once you're there, now we can respond in a, bit, in a, in a better way. So when we think about all of that, what I'd like us to do is we've spoken previously about creating an identity that's associated with how we want to feel. What I'd like mm-hmm. to do is create something which is the shift of physio- physiology we need to make, what focus, what we need to focus on, and then the type of language we use. Because, And this is a situation where we're talking specifically about the language we use. And so if we had something where we knew how to shift our body, we knew what we needed to focus on, and we knew what type of language to use, then it gives you a lot of certainty that you can respond in the right way. Once we've got that right, I'd like to give that version of us a name. It might go back to Tony the singer that we've spoken about previously. Mm -hmm. It might be something else. You know, it might be, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a bit of a uh, alliteration with the word T. That means calm. Um, maybe, maybe I'll think of one. Because you do tai, tai, tai Chi, because that's a word. Tai Chi Tony, you know. Tai Chi Tony, might... you know, get, you know, get back into Tai, get your tai Chi head on. You know, get, yeah. your, get your head on. So it might be to do with that, that we label that, because that's very, that's so much easier. If we, instead of trying to remember a load of things in the heat of the moment, we're going to put in a few rules in place and a few things that Tai Chi Tony does. But in that moment, you can kind of go, you know what? Well, who do I need to be right now? I need to be Tai Chi Tony. And you just start to, even when you've got a name for something, you start to move in a certain way. You start to shift your shoulders, move your head moves and all of these mm-hmm. sorts of things start to move. And that just gets out all of the kind of anything that's stuck in the body. And that's what usually it is, is tension is something stuck in the body. Again, it's Tai Chi Tony, and you probably just find yourself just moving ever so slightly. And what, wherever it's stuck in the body, the energy, it sort of just gets released again. So you tell me, Tony, you tell me what absolutely without question in terms of what you do with your body, in terms of helping you relax, if that's the word you have on, in your mind, what without question would help you relax in that moment and get that cortisol level down? What do you know? Well, yeah. What? Well, well, I was I was going to call a few years ago about something, and um, I was quite nervous, you know, worried about what, how the outcome was going to be, and I just sat outside, crossed my arms, I would have Tai Chi, put my hand palms down to my, my stomach, and we used to say we breathe in good energy and exhale bad energy or, or brown smoke or black smoke, whatever you want to call it, and uh, I just do that. I just sit there, breathe, and think. Just breathe in some good positive energy and breathe out some brand smoke or brand and then start breathing in the good energy and making actually physically trying to make my arms relax and then make my chest relax and then weigh down my body. And when I do feel super tense, that works from that works for me. You know, doing that them exercises. Yeah. I can do them anywhere. I can do them, you know, 
I even done the other night walking home and I thought, you know, just think about it. And it takes you back to that that training or that that time. Does that make sense? And I remember going to court, I thought, well, I've got 10 minutes before we go to court. I'm not going to start here thinking about what we can't do anymore. The judge has got to read the, the reports and that, and what the judge is going to make up his own mind. Actually, I won the case anyway, but, and I thought there's no point panicking outside the office, uh, outside the court, getting tense and going in and being an idiot. Just going there looking relaxed and confident about it. And uh, yeah, so that's, you know, that's how I do things, you know, so try, you know, even with, even with a motorbike, you know, I've, I've had a near, nearly drove off a cliff once with it and it just stopped. And I thought that was so close. I was just sat on the bike and thought, just calm yourself down. You can get out of this mud and all the crap and then get back on the road again. Someone's forced to throw the car falls off the road. And I did it. And within 10 minutes, I was calm, thinking, thank God I'm alive, you know, and being thankful for being alive. But you're thinking that was a near, that was a very near miss. You know, I mean, David, you think I could have gone over the edge of that cliff with you know, girl, the girl coming on the wrong side of the road on my side of the road night to get round her. And uh, she was so frightened at the edge of the mountain that pushed to come on my side of the road and he took me out. But I managed to get off the road on the mud and keep my bike upright so I didn't have an accident. But uh, you think, thank God I was a bit calm. Not calm, you, you know, your instinct kicks in. But you, if I got too super tense, I would have just grabbed that bike and grabbed the brakes and I wouldn't have had to steer out of that problem. So I thought my, my survival mode kicked in saying, you've got to not be tense, you've got to work this out. And then when you work that, you know, it is physical. You actually feel you're drained after it. You know, you just the physical, you know, your whole body seems, thank God, you know, you physically, you're exhausted for a couple of split seconds, like, you know, but yeah. like we said about the, uh, the finger this week, you know, you, yeah. you've got a in your stomach, haven't you, like, you know, so. Great. Yeah. And so, and that's perfect because you've got examples of where you know it works. So like we talked about on confidence pre- previously, when we talked about the visor and all of that stuff, where we're, yeah, yeah. we're using those things and those uh, triggers that actually mm-hmm we know we do when we're most confident yeah because we're just doing the same thing here so um give me, I mean, give me even this week i know no, 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 it's a petty thing but i put my brand bin out to the water over you take away but i didn't put it in the middle of my front or on a pavement so people trip over it and um the bin men went past and left it behind and i'm trying to get rid of a load of rubbish and i thought you know suddenly you got a bit tense thinking you ain't took my brand bin and then i thought no <laughs> get confident don't get I've, be, I've been there <laughs> yeah don't don't get confrontation with the guy so I, I walked outside rolled the bin down the road after him and said oh, I'm terribly sorry it's my mistake not putting it out further out in the curb would you mind emptying it for me and I was being confident that I want it emptied and being confident that he's yeah. done it's my mistake and there's nothing to do with him no blame I'm not trying to start an animosity it's a silly stupid thing but I thought no get your confidence head on there be yeah. confident what do you want? I want to get this bin empty so I can fill it up again this week after me after cut my tree down. And I don't need a bin that's not empty, do I, David? So I've got to think if I start shouting and like, oh, you've got my bin, mate, come back and get it. I wouldn't have got it, I wouldn't have got the result I wanted. So yeah. I feel confident. Don't get tense about it. Get get the tense head gone and go out there and yeah. get momentum and get things moving. Get do what you want done. You know, Perfect. what what outcome do I want at the end of this, at the end of this? It's two minutes, you know. What do I want? I mean, the thing yeah. I want to be in, so I can put me me, me blood stained leaves in there, can't I? <laughs> so, you know? so what's perfect about that? And again, another example where where you're looking at, okay, where and and you're trying to find those common denominators. You know, what are the examples when I'm doing these things and it's working? And actually, I have got plenty of examples of when I do get this stuff right. And so, just to start pulling some of this together now, is firstly. 
um, when we look at those two examples in terms of our, our body and getting that um, sort of being able to relax, just to add to a curiosity, that sort of process that you spoke about um, in terms of the breathing in your arms and all of that type of stuff, how long do you think that takes you to go through those steps and then to finally feel back in control and relax? Does it take you 30 seconds? Does it take you five minutes? How long does it take you to sort of do that? I used, to, I used to just do a Paul McKenna tape of relaxation, yeah. right? It used to just take me about five minutes. But now I can do it quite quickly because I can do, I'd say within two minutes, I can get myself thinking, oh, what are you doing? And then it's, I don't even have to do all the relaxation, like relaxing my legs, relax my ankles, and I can get to being relaxed because so, I can do it quite quickly yeah. now, you know, rather than years before I used to sit down and lay on the bed and, go for every part of my body and I still feel myself being tense even though I'm trying to relax myself but now the more practice I've done it you know you know and just med you know because I've got quite a stressful job I used to say lunchtime I'm going to have my lunch and I'm going to sit down and meditate for five minutes and sometimes I think well you're in the you're where you want to be you're so relaxed now for the second half of the day so you know I'm not going to be tense if I, if I didn't if I didn't do it David you know it's like I'd be I'd get to be tense at lunchtime and I'd keep being tense. Exactly. Yeah. If I've done four hours and then I stop for a bit of lunch and I've nourished my body and then I think, right, well, I'm going to go another half hour for lunch. I'm going to sit in the car and meditate or I'm going to sit in, sit away from the office and meditate in the car. And then I feel, I feel right. You've relaxed, you know, and then you can start again. It's like having another day. Does that make sense? You're not carrying attention from the morning yeah. into the afternoon. So, yeah. You know, I can do it. I can do it. So the only problem is, Dave, sometimes it makes me fall asleep. I relax too much. So, so, you know. so what's the reason I asked that question is a lot of what you're talking about is having the patience and the empathy and that kind of ability to be in control and slow everything down. And so in terms of your triggers, <laughs> in terms of describing that relaxation process, if we were to come up with three little triggers, one of them might be to describe all of that rather than the actual action is to say two minutes. To be calm and relaxed, sometimes people put pressure on themselves that I've got to be able to respond. I've got to be my best self within the next five seconds. You don't. You might not feel not frustrated or not this or not that in five or 10 seconds. That's okay. You just don't have to get involved yet. So the first part might be, you know what? I've got to remember, what does, what does Tai Chi Tony do? Okay, two minutes. I've got two minutes. Okay, don't try and jump in and rush in it. Two minutes to get everything back down. And I don't might not even need all the two minutes, as you said. I might not need all of that. But it's that two minutes, because what I do when I'm sort of in my Tai Chi state, is everything slows down. I don't have to do things in the next three or four seconds. Everything slows down. When we're relaxed and we're calm, we're not in a rush to do anything. We're composed. And I've spoken to you on occasions where I can tell where you're more agitated and when you're more composed. When I hear you talk about your work, I hear you talk about that in a fairly composed way. Even when you talk about arguments and all these different types of things, or sorry, not arguments, um, discussions that you have to have, unfortunately, in business, Mm -hmm. I can still hear you talk about it in a fairly composed way, even if it's an intense thing. So maybe one of the triggers is actually, okay, it's two minutes. Everything just slows down. If I keep reinforcing the idea 
if I just give two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes all the time, just to slow it down, two minutes is the reminder that it's two minutes to get everything right physiologically, okay? Because my body has ramped up, cortisol's gone up, and now I'm going to use my body in those two minutes to just slow everything down. So that might be one of those three triggers that we talk about when we start to design, okay, what's the Tai Chi version of me? It's two minutes. Because when I'm doing Tai Chi, I don't get the Tai Chi or if I do a Tai Chi class, or whatever it might be, you don't do it in five seconds, 10 seconds. You warm up into it. Yeah. Into the idea. And then by the end of that, you're your absolute peak best. And that's when we should want to involve and engage with people because imagine what it'd be like if we engage with people when we're at our absolute peak. Conversations are better. You get more results, you get more solutions keep doing that often enough then life starts to change very quickly so what you heard in that conversation was us using something that the client could already relate to you heard them bring up tai chi and when it comes to understanding stuff in life we always want to use the reference points that people already have if you want to ever learn how to explain something complicated to someone else explain it in terms that they already understand you know if you think of trying to explain the solar system to someone but you you showed them in the form of using like fruit as the various different planets, then they might actually get a, a deeper grasp or an actual understanding. Of, oh, at least I can understand it because I understand understand fruit. I understand if you show me the fruit is moving that way and it's moving that way. Oh, I can understand that. So that's what we want to do, and that's what we had in this conversation. He mentioned Tai Chi. He understood actually that's a place where I feel how I want to feel in the situation where I'm struggling. So why use anything else? He's got that reference point. He believes that that's a concept that, one, he understands, and two, that actually works for him. And then we just go into the specifics of, actually, okay, what is it about that that we can now leverage and bring into these moments? And then how can we describe it? And what is the principle of it? And you you heard him talk about, actually, how he moves his physiology, because that tension is physical. So the best way to combat it is to combat it in a physical way. So it changes the physiology. Even when you heard him talk about, and these are the little things I try and pick up, even when you heard him talk about the Tai Chi, you heard everything start to slow down. And he spoke about it very calmly because his physiology, just talking about it, adjusts. And then that's when we can also leverage a, a, a name, a version of us, that's easily me- you know memorable. Because in two or three years' time, when you have that moment again, I know how to get back there. In this case, it was Tai, tai Chi Tony. <laughs> Very catchy name. And so it's about creating an identity that you can start to identify with that can handle these situations. Because as you currently are, as we currently are, maybe we can't yet. But we can believe that a different part of us, a different version of us, a side of us can. And I know you will be able to believe this because you'll have had moments in your life where you've had to, under extreme tension, extreme pressure, extreme stress, and actually, you handled it perfectly well. But you brought out a different side of you. And you might be thinking, how did I bring out that side of me in those situations? So it's about defining it. Once you work out what the sort of solution is, or the, the, the triggers, or the principles, or the foundations are, I create an identity. So you can always go back to it. So you can always remember it. And you don't have to be that person all of the time. But you have something to go to. 
you have a place that you can go to. My name is David Holman. If you change today, today will change your life. So enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your life. And I'll speak to you very soon. If you enjoyed this episode and are enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to keep up to date with the latest episodes. And if you'd like a free copy of my book, very simple, leave a review on iTunes and email selfbeliefchief at gmail.com with the headline free book and we'll make sure to send you an audio copy of the book. Otherwise, we'll speak to you next time.